Author of a new book out called Machete and the Ghost and creator of Outrageous Fortune, James Griffin, joins us on the show. Very good afternoon, James. G'day, Simon. How you doing? Great, mate. Thank you so much for your time. No worries. No yeah, worries. A yeah. pleasure. Oh, it's lovely to have you, mate. Phil here again now. Oh, Look, Phil. Yeah, good to, good to chat again. Now, I spent the weekend reading Machete and the Ghost, uh, written by you and Oscar Kitely, and I must say there were parts where I absolutely laughed out loud as a rugby tragic. So <laughs> my first question, James, is what was the initial spark that got you and Oscar to decide to do something quite brave in a rugby-mad country, basically a satirical book about rugby? Yeah, well, actually, the um, I have to be, be totally honest and say that the spark came from uh, from elsewhere. They came from uh, 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 the people I've, I've done a couple of rugby books for them for uh, Upstart Press and um, uh, and they said they came to me and said you know we've we've always wanted to do one that uh, you know we've done all these serious pants bloody um, uh, biographies and we'd quite like to do a do one that takes uh, the mickey right. and I went oh that sounds like a good idea um, oh, let me have a think about that and I've been working with um, with Oscar on another project and I kind of turned to him and said, do you want to go and have a go at this? And he went, oh, yeah. And away we went. So how, James, how did two people write a book together? How does that work? Well, uh, uh, the, the clue's in the, in the title a bit. Um, Machete <laughs> and the Ghost is the, we, we made up two fictional players. Um, Lele Lele Jr., who is uh, <laughs> yes. known as uh, um, uh, Machete, yep. and Neil Turnbull, who is the ghost. Yeah. Um, obviously, one of them is Samoan, one of them is Palangi. Um, uh, and we kind of took it. We took a character each, and we charted a, a, a career for them yes. that involved four fictional World Cups and two hundred caps between them. Um, and then away we went. We started with their uh, with their childhoods, and uh, we ended up with them uh, uh, after they've retired. So we kind of we, and then we read a, a bunch of uh, autobiographies and. Yes. Took the took the um, proverbial out of a few of those, and Indeed. Um, also from some things that may or may not have happened in real life. Right. Absolutely. Now, I'm I don't want to racially racially stereotype here, but I'm picking that Lely Lely Junior was written by Oscar, and Neil Turnbull was written by your good self. Uh yeah, yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean there, were, there are some chapters where we kind of we had no sure. choice because of the style that we chose, where we had to write both characters, but right. for the most part. Um, uh, you know, uh, Oscar, Oscar took charge of Lele, and I, um, I, I ghosted him. Now, James, is, it, it may be sort of not correct, but it seems like some of those characters are loosely based on <laughs> on uh, Conrad Smith and Ma'anonu. Is that just a happy coincidence? Uh, well, actually, it's interesting that you should bring those people up. I mean, obviously, they <laughs> exist in an alternate reality uh, uh, to our book. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, but there's always been a... I mean, one of the the, the kind of underlying themes, if you like, if you want to get serious about it, uh, of the book is is that there, every now and then there's these kind of rugby bromances uh, mm, um, yeah. uh, grow up in New Zealand. You know, I go back to Stu Wilson and Bernie Fraser yeah, and, yep. um, uh, and certainly Conrad and Ma um, were, you know, and we wanted to kind of have, have, you know, have fun with, with that bromance part of um of the rugby uh, ethos. Yeah, fair play. And look, what, talking about rugby tragics, which I am, of course, um, and when I'm reading the book, and there were parts that, as I've said, made me laugh out loud, one chapter I thoroughly enjoyed, and strangely enough, it's a, it's a, an all-black captain called Duck. Duck? 
Yes, who had not one, not two, but three testicular injuries, which for some reason, the name Shelford sort of vaguely popped into my head, but I mean, it turns out... I don't out, know why, I don't know why that would be. No, I, I've got no idea. It's a bit like Bling's College, where yeah, Lele yeah. Lele Jr. Went, went to, and we might mention that the reason he's called Lele Lele Jr., from what I gather from the book, James, is because his dad was too lazy to work out a proper Christian name. <laughs> Well, yeah, um, uh, and also I think he wanted a heritage, um, uh, having been a, um, allegedly a, one of Samoa's greatest players himself, although there is no record of uh, Lele's father ever have, having played for Samoa, but people certainly seem to remember him playing for Samoa. Hey, James, just one quick thing too. Um, Phil and I were talking before we had our chat with you. If we can just leave the book for a second, Machete yeah. and the Ghost. No worries. Creating Outrageous Fortune for yeah. you, that must have been like... And we discussed this, Phil and I, that, you know, it was fairly colourful language in those, and, you know, there was a few raunchy scenes. Was that a shock to New Zealanders? Did you get some feedback early on that this was quite shocking? Uh, not, actually, not as much as we thought we would. I mean, okay. uh, obviously, the, you know, we, the, the word outrageous was in the title there yeah. deliberately, and we, we'd certainly, um, part of the, the plan going in, was to rock the boat of nice, comfortable, sit down and have a cup of tea, New Zealand drama. Um, uh, it actually wasn't until much later that um, I think the best moment of um, uh, offending people um, <laughs> happened um, when there was an official complaint about something that happened in the show. Yeah. And essentially the Broadcasting Standards Authority, their, their finding was, it's outrageous fortune, what did you expect? Mm. Yeah, uh, and when you become your own defence, you go, okay, that's a result. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, fair play, dude. Look, one of the things about outrageous fortune, which um, Simon and I had a New Zealand on air thing we did the other day, and I said because it's absolutely true, it's my favourite New Zealand series of all time that I've okay. ever seen. I just think it's absolutely brilliant, and I love the fact that it survived through. And now we're going into a prequel with Westside. Yeah. Um, now. Did you ever dream, James, when you first started out with Outrageous Fortune all those years ago, that in 2019 you would still have basically Outrageous Fortune still on television? Uh, no, of course not, no. Uh, yeah, when, you, when you work in drama in this country, yeah, I mean, you, you, you hang out to get the gig, and then when you've got your first series underway, you just kind of fingers crossed for a second, um, so you never really can plan or think anywhere ahead. I mean, maybe about series five or six of Outrageous, we started to joke about the idea of a um, of a sequel or a, or a prequel or something. Yeah. And then by the time Outrageous finished, we were kind of so tired of it that we let it lie a few years before, um, <laughs> before um, we were kind of brave enough to go back to Westside. Got to Westside. Last thing, uh, basically, honesty, and as I've often, we've often said already on the show, you're in the privacy of the radio, James, so completely <laughs> honest. Yeah. Any thoughts or plans for uh, a, any television thing around Machete and the Ghost? None whatsoever. We, I mean, that was the part of the beauty of writing this is that um, uh, you know we, we wrote it as a piece of fun um, yep. with people for a company we, we like doing stuff for, and um, uh, because we enjoyed the idea. But you know, it, it, it has been mentioned already um, in passing. Uh, 
So, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't um, uh, turn down the opportunity to turn it into something. Well, James, Good it's man. been a delight to talk to you. James thank Griffin, you. author and screenwriter. Thank you so much, James, for your time. No worries. All the best. Thanks, Thanks mate. Take care. All the best. By the way, we have two copies of Machete and the Ghost to give away for the first three... Uh, two copies to give away for the first, first three, three callers. Three, three. You can have an arm wrestle <laughs> to decide who actually gets the two copies. No, so try that again. 0800 80 1080. First two callers through will give you a copy of Machete and the Ghost uh, by James Griffin.